listening to PetLifeRadio.com. And welcome to Pet Life Radio. My name is Brent Atwater. I'm an animal communicator and the authority on animal life after death and pet reincarnation. Now, those across the pond call it animal crossing and going into the light, wherever pets are still in heaven. And what we're talking about today, and somebody says, what's heaven? We've got a show on that, so go down in the archives. We have a wonderful show on what's Rainbow Bridge and what people describe it and how they've seen it in their dreams. So go into our archives. We have lots of podcasts that I think you'll be interested in, and I announce these on my YouTube channel. So if you want to know when we have a new radio show, go subscribe to my YouTube channel or over there on Instagram, and I will be announcing all the new radio shows. Today, we're going to ask a question from one of the members of our global Facebook group. And for those who want to continue the conversation after our radio shows, go on over to our Facebook page. We have over 50,000 global members, and we're always talking about these radio shows and asking even more questions. And today, Kirsten had a really good question. She wanted to know what are the tips on helping your other pets deal with the pet loss of one of their, quote, brothers or pet sisters or pet family. And a lot of people seem to think that their pets, you know, really are suffering from that loss and they feel a lot of sadness and there's a lot of guilt for the other pet. Well, first of all, we want to let you know that guilt is a human emotion. Pets don't have that. So don't assign well, the other pet's guilty because Fluffy died. Don't assign guilt to Fluffy because Fluffy didn't die and it didn't make Sadie the cat sad. Those are assignments in your head. And one of the things about being sensitive to pet death is, yes, pets do grieve. Um, the way I know, I had a border collie that loved Squirrel, my cat. And when Squirrel passed away, I buried her. And later that afternoon, my border collie had dug her up and brought Squirrel's body back up to the back door and was laying beside it with his head on it. And I'm going, oh, no. So with that, I go, I bury Squirrel again, thinking everything's fine, bring the border collie in. When I let him out to go to the bathroom the next morning, lo and behold, he digs up Squirrel, brings her back, puts her on the porch, and they lay together side by side. And I'm going, <clears throat> it really tore my heart up because they were such pals in life. And it taught me a lot. And when you look at pet death, one of the most important things to do is to look at the lesson. So the third time I buried Squirrel and I covered her grave in really, really heavy stones. And my first dog named Friend would go out there and during the day lay on the grave where Squirrel was. So pet grief is real and they suffer loss too because they don't quite understand it. So when I had another dog die, I handled it a totally different way. I let the living pets come in and smell the dead body after the animal had passed. Now, for those of you who have to go through transition at the vet, then that may be impossible, especially since you've chosen to cremate your pet. But if you can, go ahead and let the living pets in the household. Don't worry about trying to, oh, don't expose them to the death of the pet. No, they know when a pet's been sick. They sense it. Animals live on instinct. Let them smell the dead pet. And I know that when friend, my border collie, died, I let my other pets, which was a, another border collie and a Labrador, come in and smell his body. And the minute they did that, 
they went into the other room and just sort of left me alone for a couple of days and would watch me from afar. And I knew what they were doing is honoring my grieving. So that's something to think about is if you have an in-home pet death, let your other pet family members smell, I hate to say it this way, but the corpse, because they understand that even in the wild, like the elephants that would stand around a sick or dying baby goose or a baby elephant. And when I said goose, I need to tell you the story about I was watching a flock of geese and two goslings were playing and one fell over and the other one stepped on it and broke his neck. And he was like screaming out, but he was laying there in pain and he was screaming out and I wanted to go do something about it. But my head said, don't, because all the rest of the flock came up and gathered around this gosling that was mortally injured and stood there until literally he stopped screaming. I hate to say it that way, and but it's true. And then they all just sort of stood there and then in time left, except for the mother. And the mother stayed there for another six hours. And after she left, I went out, picked up the baby gosling and buried him. But, you know, they knew that death was occurring. And after he had passed, I thought it was very interesting how instead of doing the, all the squawking like geese do, you know, if you agitate a herd, they all just stood there very reverently around this gosling, just like many elephants will stand very reverently around if they've lost a calf in stillbirth or something like that. So I think it's really important to let the animal also deal with the reality of the death. And on that note, we're going to take a break and let our sponsors have a word. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. It is so wonderful to have fabulous sponsors. And if you know somebody who would like to advertise on our show, have them call us. Have them call Mark at PetLifeRadio.com or write me, Brent, at PetLifeRadio.com because a lot of people are interested in pet products for memorials. 
and we would welcome any of your suggestions because what our job is on this show is to help expand awareness about and to our customer base. And one of the most interesting products I saw the other day, which someone sent me in our pet group, once again, go to our Facebook pet group. We have just fabulous members and all sorts of discussions and all sorts of contributions. There is a 3D photograph form And this thing is so real. The lady um, who got it was Diane. She had a Italian greyhound that passed, and she said, you have to see this memorial I created for my dog. And it is a 3D photo frame where you put the photo in the bottom of the frame, and they're rather expensive, but whoa, and it displays it as if it is a 3D live dog. I mean, it's really eerie. And if you'd like, it's in our Facebook group, so go on over there, put that up there to show them. But it literally shows a 3D image from your photograph of your pet. And it's interesting because sometimes it is so lifelike that pets who have been in the pet family will sort of stand and look at it. And they realize it's not real, but just like it sort of messed with my mind for a split second, that's how real it is. It'll sort of mess with your mind. Now, one of the things that people talk about is after pet death, other animals won't sleep in or get near the deceased pet's bed. Sometimes it's out of honoring the deceased pet, but a lot of times it's because the deceased pet's spirit, alive and well, is right there in that bed. So that's a whole other conversation for another day because a lot of, remember, Death is simply a transition from one fursuit form into another living energy form. And they can be sleeping in their bed every night, except in a living energy form and not a fursuit form. So if your pet is like avoiding an area on the sofa, we did a show where the pet would avoid the area on the sofa where the old cat used to sit. Well, it was because when I looked at it, there was the dead cat spirit sitting up on the back of the sofa. And in another one, we were talking and I said, oh, I see your dog's laying sleeping in his bed every night. And she said, the one that just passed. I went, well, yeah, he's laying right there with his toys. She said, I wondered how the toys got in there. That's another thing. You'll see a lot of times that pets who have deceased put their toys all over the room. And then you'll say, well, my pet's family is grieving the loss of, you know, Fluffy again. And then all of a sudden, you'll see your pet family looking at a particular area of the room going, what's over there? Well, most likely it's Fluffy's living energy coming back to visit. Or sometimes you'll even see them playing with like an imaginary pet. Not imaginary. It's usually your deceased pet's living energy coming back to play. Now, another way to help assuage the loss, and this is just really something that is practical. Give your pets more love. Give them their favorite food. Give them extended, you know, pet and playtime. Sometimes when you have two or more pets, you think, well, I'll go out and replace the pet that just passed. Sometimes I don't think that's a good idea. I had a pet that was 17, a pet that was 12, and one that was 6. And when the 17-year-old passed away, I thought, okay, I'll go get another one to add to the mix. And then all of a sudden, I stopped and went, no, Remedy has always been second place, and I'm not going to do that to him anymore. Now it's time for him to be first place. And sometimes that's the way to do it. Change the order of go. Let the pet who's always been the middle pet now be the alpha pet and pay it more attention and love it more and focus on it. And then you think, well, what's happening to the third one? Because, you know, it's the littlest and the it's like the third child. No, make sure they get attention also. And sometimes when the second pet dies, maybe it's time just to give your attention to the last pet. 
So that's just something for you to consider. You know it best in your own household. Some people like a hassle of pets in their house, and therefore this solution does not work. Others like the idea of honoring each pet that has been in a group and letting, as they decease out of that group, the pets that are left become the center focal of attention. Another thing is you want to also, if you feed them favorite foods and talk to them a lot, you'll see them pick up because even though they're grieving, it's like someone who's just lost their husband, you know, being hugged matters. So when you're thinking, well, what does food do? Well, it's like an inside hug, you know, it's like they know that you're giving them more attention than they normally received. And in time, a pet will reestablish to its former I guess you would say attitude and activity level in the house, say that there's a pet will even go under the bed and not come out because they seem to be lost or without. Now, that usually occurs when you get twin kittens or a brother and sister puppy mix or something like that. There is a stronger bond there and there can be a longer grieving time when you get litter mates together. Honor that. But again, activity keeps your mind from thinking about depression as bad. And that's one of the most important things for anybody to know. And therefore, it also passes on to pets. I know when my fiance was killed, that got me through that was watching Fishy. Who's Fishy? Fishy was a beta fish that I bought. And I would watch Fishy swim back and forth and back and forth. Now, I know you're thinking, well, that's a little strange. Well, the fact that I was watching Fishy, I had my mind off Mike. And Mike might have been in the back of my head. But for a split second, I was watching Fishy and not thinking so enormously with such enormous attention on the fact that I just lost my fiance. So sometimes diversion, even for pets, is a good thing. And that's something for you to think about. Keep your pets busy, 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 busy. And then when they go to sleep, you know, they like after they've been playing ball, they'll go fall out and sleep for a while or had a good meal. They'll go. Busyness is also a good thing for depressed pets. So that's something I want you to think about. Another thing is talk to your pet telepathically. Now, you're sitting back rearing in your chair and go, well, I'm not an animal communicator. How am I going to do that? It's simple. From your heart to their heart. Hold their little front paws. You don't have to, but I usually hold their front paws and look straight in their eyes. And after you do that a couple of times, they understand that you're getting ready to talk to them. Or you can just look at them straight eye to eye. You can say this out loud, or you can say it just from your heart. Explain to them, Fido is gone. He passed away. He's not in his fursuit anymore. Our family's going to be fine. I love you very much. I am so excited to get to spend more time with you. I am thrilled that we're going to have this opportunity to live together and literally talk to them with your heart or out loud because your pet will get it. You'll say, well, I don't know about that. Let me explain something. Animals live on instinct, pure instinct and intuition. That's how they know when to run. That's how they know when to hide. That's how they know when to walk up to you. That's how they know when to feel safe, find food, blah, 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 blah. So they live on instinct and intuition. Therefore, they've already got a built antenna to listen to what you're saying. I mean, I can change my facial expressions and friend knows whether I'm happy, mad, or sad. Try it. Stand in front of your dog or cat and don't say anything and give them a scowl. Watch their energy change. Give them a happy smile. Watch their energy change. That is proof in itself that they're very attuned to watching your facial expressions and your energy as it changes. So use that to help your pet go from losing an animal family member to helping their heart heal. That's the best way to say it because they have hearts too. 
and you've seen pictures of dogs grieving, you know, with their heads on the soldier's grave or sleeping on their master's grave and all of that is like heart-wrenching. So animals do grieve just like we do, but I think that it's a shorter period of time and that we can honor it by keeping them busy, showing them the deceased pet and explaining it to them telepathically. Telepathically, telling them you love them more, feeding them all the foods that they absolutely love because that equates to them, aha, I'm really special, and actually giving them more petting time and playtime. And beyond that, that's all we really have to work with because animals understand life and death better than humans. It's part of their world. So don't place so much attention on your pet feels guilty. No, that's a human thought process. Most likely, your pet just feels sad. And for that, all you have to do is acknowledge it and address it and love them through it. And that's our show today. So I hope you'll stay tuned for more shows. Come visit us over on Facebook and our global group. Look at our YouTube videos. Hey, you want to see behind the scenes? We're on Instagram. My name again, Brent Atwater. I'm an animal communicator and the authority on animal life after death. And if you've got a question, email me at brent at petliferadio.com. I look forward to talking to you in the future and stay tuned. We'll have lots more answers to help heal your heart. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.